Welcome to the episode of Adam's Effect with Josh from Josh. I'm Coach Energy. I'm Aphrodite. And I'm Emmanuel. All right. This week we're going to talk about when you're married, who takes priority? Your mom, your dad, your children, or your wife or relationship? Like who takes that priority? And how do you determine who takes priority um, when you're, you know, married? So, Energy, how do you want to start this off? I want to start this off. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Okay, you ready to just go straight in? Let's go. Um, If I am married... Or just in general, in my opinion, your spouse comes first. Period. Point blank. I'm going to start there and I'm going to stop there for now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Aphrodite, what do you think? It's somewhat true to what energy is saying. Somewhat. But when kids come into play... The conversation changes at certain times. Okay. So if it was a general, if it was a, if you just had to put one in the number one spot for general purposes, what would be in the number one spot? Spouse or your parent? Spouse or your parent? A spouse or parent for spouse. So we're not yeah. we're not talking about the kids no more. We're just no. going to foster parents. Just just for this question with her, yeah. Foster parents, spouse. Okay. Mhm. Yeah, seems a little shaky. But I know. Oh, that's not shaky. <laughs> no, that's not shaky for me. Between spouse and parent is spouse. Okay. I mean, I th- I think that. Um, that decision is difficult for some people um, because of the fact that sometimes I don't think that some people realize um, which of those versions they're living with. You know what I'm saying? Like, which one of those versions are they under the same roof with, right? So, if you are a person or one of those people that actually choose mom or dad being the priority and you turn around and tell your wife or significant other that then you run the risk of like them not taking that well or it's a court talk baby they be like oh that that's great right like most times I don't think the people gonna take that you know like I don't think anybody's gonna be like hey yeah let me let me do this xyz but normally when a person says that they might put their children first and stuff like that, you'll be amazed at how many people go with that. You know what I'm saying? I like, actually like think that that is actually the correct way of doing it. You know, like that, like putting their children first is a good thing. I'm not sure if you've heard that before, but some people do consider that. It's not a good thing to think. <laughs> I mean, I could be, I, you know, I think it is a good thing, you know, personally. Um, I guess it depends on why one is prioritized over the next. And that's really what it comes down to. We can all talk about what should go first and what should go second and whatever that looks like. But but why is the real question? Yeah. Why? Why would... In the, in the in the instance of wife, mom, dad, whatever, why is wife first? Why is mom first? Why may children be first? And I think that's what we really need to kind of dig into to see where the values are, because I think that'll kind of make it clear why people feel certain things about different people why do you feel a certain levels of priority about different people in their lives yeah like my thing though is that if you put your mom or your dad or your 
children above your partner, <clears throat> do you still reserve the right to complain about the relationship? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. But why? why, Like, think about that, though. Like, if you put either your mom, your dad, or your children in front of your partner, why why complain about situations that are not going right in your relationship? You know what I'm saying? Like, why why still reserve the right to complain? Because your focus essentially is it on that person so it's like what is, what are you really complaining about, right like what is it what is it that you're leaving yourself open to because it's like like if you don't it's like that whole principle like if you don't change the oil in your car your car gonna break down but if you don't do specific things in your relationship to keep things going your relationship isn't gonna work that great like it's not so it's like I agree with the last thing you said. <laughs> but just because something isn't your number one priority doesn't mean it isn't a priority and it isn't taken care of. I think that's where we kind of differ. Yeah, but there's level you because you, you're one of you. I know you're that person, but there's levels to priority. So even if Correct. you put that, so even if you put that person on level two, level three, level or whatever that level would be in your daily priority list, they still not going to be at the top of your list, which means that there's going to be some things that you're going to miss. That's like this. Okay, perfect example. So based off what you're saying, okay, whatever is in your top priority, you shouldn't have as much of a say-so in. Is that what you're saying? No. What I'm saying is that why complain when... The, the amount of effort that you're going to put into that particular priority is not going to be the same, you know, because if something's like number one, number two, obviously you don't have all the energy for that. Like if it's number one, number two, oh, you're you going to cut corners, you're going to make sure number one, number two is done. But when you get down to number three, number four, <laughs> number five, you may not have as much gusto to actually, you know, deal with whatever that issue is. So that means that if you don't have the same level of commitment for three, four, and five, whatever that priority is, they may lead to like complaints, like things not working correctly in that particular relationship. So why was that? That's my thing. I'm always going to say, why was there the right to just sit there and just complain about something that you could just easily erase number two and just move it up <laughs> just put some more effort into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, put some more effort into that relationship. Like, that's what that's what I'm saying. Because you have to you have to know low level priority stuff. You, it, that's human nature. You not gonna be putting in a thousand percent of energy into that particular thing than you would do or one or two. Correct. Now, low level is different from. Priority two versus priority one. Priority one could be literally 49. Priority one could be 51% of your effort. Priority two could be 49. And literally, you're you're putting everything you got into these two priorities. Or if you've got three priorities, it could literally be 33, 33.3, 33.5, whatever that looks like. But these are all key focuses of yours. But I feel like from your standpoint, it's kind of like if it's not one, then, you know, it's not really going to get the right the right level of attention that it needs to be successful. And that's where you lose me. Because I believe no. that everyone has multiple priorities. And, and oftentimes of these multiple priorities, there's multiple that we're heavily focused on trying to manage and handle at any given time. Not to say that we care less about them, but naturally they are or may not be as important as the one, you know, preceding it. It's just the the nature of priorities. Everything can't be one priority, but it's still very important. We're very intentional. We, we, We have every purpose of giving it the level of attention that it needs. It's just everything can't be number one priority. 
And then yeah. that's where you have that differenti- differentiation. Yeah. So the thing, the thing where you could also go wrong with that is perception is everything. Like perception. So the way that things look. So that means that if you have a, something at one and something at two, and you're saying that it's like a percentage point difference between effort, right? Right. The percentage point that's that different is what people complain about. Like that little, that point zero, 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 whatever. That's what people complain the most about. Like sometimes people don't see the 49.8% that you put in. Right? They don't see that part, but they see that point one percent that you don't do. They see that part right there. You know what I'm saying? From a relationship standpoint, that's the difference. It's like millimeters or whatever it is. It's like a small difference. So what you see is, okay, you know, minimal from a relationship standpoint, most times it's major. Like that's a that's that's something that's big, right? And I think that's, I think that that's the part that you may be missing a little bit. That's assuming that the person believes that you guys' relationship should be your number one priority. Yeah. So when you're in a relationship, it's going to be two people with their own set of priorities. Correct. But, but the relationship two, should be your number one priority. When you sit down and talk to each other about that, you need to determine <laughs> if that's going to be the case. You know what I'm saying? Okay, all right. Okay. Think about that. But based on what you were saying prior to this, that person is not going to be okay with not knowing that they're not number one. And that's yeah. why I'm saying that it's implying that the relationship should be the number one priority. Okay, so if your relationship isn't your number one priority and perception is everything, if you put all your energy into whatever your other priority is... All your energy is... is, 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 It's allocated. It's human nature, though, man. Like, it's human nature. It's allocated. It's not all your energy. It's human nature, okay? Like, that's that's like... If your priority is your kids or whatever... And these jokers in soccer practice, t-ball practice, whatever those practices is, obviously you gonna be laser focused in the making sure they get to all their games, they got their food, they snack, whatever that case may be. So, how much legit energy are you gonna have left for you? like <laughs> anything else? Like anything else? That's fair. I mean, it's it's not going to be the same level, right? And that's and that's going to be where there's, there's the differentiation. It's going to be a differentiation in priority levels. This person is going to clearly realize that they are not priority over my children. That's that's where there's a clear differentiation. That hey, look, yeah, you're you're important to me, but my children take precedence. But we're talking spouse, not just someone you're dating. So you're you're saying the same thing, same example, even to your spouse. Mm, I think so. I mean, I don't have kids, but I think about who needs me more. I think about um, who may be able to handle my absence better. <laughs> I think about. All of those things, how sensitive is the event that I'm having to determine who may or may not get my attention? And I feel like kids are normally the more sensitive group that would need my presence more. So from that standpoint, I would say personally that the kid would take priority over my spouse. That's that's my opinion. So even if your spouse comes to you or just over time, your spouse has been saying, hey, like, when am I going to get your I need your attention? When am I going to get some time? You know, you're always you know, you're always playing with the kids. You know, you're not and you're not like being intentional about giving the kids something to do to keep their attention elsewhere so you can spend time with your spouse or it could be a situation of where like at nighttime when it's time to put the kids to bed. You know, you tend to 
uh, sleep and stay asleep overnight in your kid's bed instead of, you know, getting up and getting back to your spouse because your kids are kids and they, they need you there at nighttime with them because of the monsters under the bed. Like, are you going to continue to put your kids first, even though your spouse is saying, hey, I need your attention, too. I need some us time, some adult time. So I don't believe kids need parents to sleep in the bed with them. <laughs> uh, I just, no, 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 I'm just saying. So like the way I operate, it's going to be within reason, right? So I'm not just going to completely neglect my spouse, but kids do need, they will need me a lot more than my spouse wants me. Because I think sometimes we, we try to blur those lines together. Oh, I need you. I need you. Like, and, and it's not always a need as much as it is a, a want or a burning, you know, a burning want um, where you do have these kids that we came together and decided to commit our lives to creating and, 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 and developing and, and, and investing our time towards. But now when the time is being committed, now you, now you don't want me to, to dedicate that as much of that time there and that's where we were that's where I think we would have conflict like if that was an issue that my spouse had where it's like hey you're spending too much time with the kids where to to your example sleeping with them in their room every night I think that's definitely an extremity you know but you know giving them a you know a reasonable amount of attention and still allowing there to be time for my spouse which may not be as much as the time that I spend with my children should be okay, in my opinion. Are you getting married? Do you know someone that is? Are you wondering if you and your partner are ready to take that next step in your life, in your relationship? Do you want to strengthen the foundation of your relationship moving into marriage. If you do, day one, the premarital program is here to help you. So if you want to kind of learn those tips, those tools, those strategies to prepare yourself for that next chapter in your life and your relationship, then give day one, the premarital program a try. So within this program, you are going to get those tips, those tools, those strategies you're also going to get that guidance to help you prepare as much as possible for that next chapter. The thing about preparing for that next chapter is that there's no way to be 100% ready for that next step in your life, but you do want to be as prepared as possible before you get there. So that's where the day one premarital program comes into play. So if you're ready to prepare and, and start really growing towards that next chapter in your life, in your relationship, give day one, the premarital program, a try. Click the link below and get started today. That's the day one premarital program. And let's get started today. I do want to say for the record, um, See, when you add kids into this specific conversation of priority, it changes the dynamics of spouse versus your parent versus spouse and your kids. You know, it changes from the original way that we were going to talk about this because as a parent and then even the work that I do as a mediator, the primary focus is the well-being of kids comes first. And this conversation is kind of getting a little mixed up because we were adding three different variations versus just the two. Right. So I get what you're saying. And I do want to just say just, you know, openly and for the record, when it comes to the well-being of kids, absolutely. I'm in agreement with you. Kids' well-being, their well-being comes first. When we're just talking priority of spouse versus your partner's parent, which comes first, to me, that's where I speak about spouse comes first. Uh, having these three different variations is kind of con- um, is messing up or confusing the conversation. But I just wanted to try to differentiate that because I agree with what you're saying right. as well. Yeah. 
<laughs> Darn so, it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, if there are no kids in the picture, right? So let's okay. just if there are no kids. Uh-huh. Um, I believe spouse is second to to your parent. Uh, that's okay. my opinion. Right? So I <laughs> go on the record saying that. Okay. Um Aphrodite rolling her eyes. What? <laughs> right, right. You know, okay. so that, I'm just gonna let that. I'm just gonna let that sizzle on the on the podcast for a minute. <laughs> put, some, put some salt and pepper on it. <laughs> so, so using this example, no kids right now. We're right. talking. You're married, and then you have your set of parents. Your spouse has their set of parents. Does your spouse comes first, or your parent comes first? Your parents come first, Aphrodite. Um. My spouse come first. Okay. Um, that just relates back to a prior episode we had about the mama's boy conversation or whatever. No. Uh-uh. Your spouse come first. You know, let's we took the kids out of it. Your spouse come first. You know, I understand. Um I've been in it. I've been in that situation, or in it like a similar situation. I understand we got parents, and you know our parents do pull on us and do tug on us. Um, but we also have a spouse that, you know, we have to prioritize and make sure they're okay. It can become an issue <clears throat> between that marriage if your partner feel like all your time or your priority is strictly your parents. Now, can the role flip? Sometimes they can, but that's situational. Because if your parents become sick, sickly, and you might be the only child or the one child that has to step up and do the bulk of um, caring for that parent. Now that's different. Cause I'm gonna empathize and sympathize with you. You understand? And I, I, I'm gonna support you. But as mama and dad over there healthy and they doing, they doing, they do. And they have the, their business. I'm gonna need for you to be, I'm gonna need to be part. Yeah. I actually, um, I think I largely agree with what you said, Aphrodite. <laughs> now, the thing is here, so it's a few key things she said. Um, I think the first thing is that for me, priorities don't change, right? Um, if something is a priority, it's the priority. It's not, oh yeah, you know, she's sick, so now she's the priority, right? Is is she, was, is she the priority or is she not the priority? And that's the way I think about it when I think about my parents, right? Um, now, barring, assuming everything is good with my parents, this is not to say, oh, I'm going to be, this is not to bring the mama boy, daddy's girl thing into the <laughs> equation because something can be your priority, but it don't mean that you, <laughs> it don't mean per se that it's all of what that entails, right? <laughs> But, but, but we still have to understand for me, when I think about the role that my parents play in my life and, and or my mom or whatever that looks like, assuming my mom doesn't have a, a husband or assuming my dad doesn't have a wife, you know, assume thinking about all of what they've done for me, who they've been in my life, there's no way I can say that my wife has more significance to me than than my parents right that's just my take my wife who depending on the circumstance i've known for four years five years you know depending on the circumstance you know could be practicing infidelity could be doing all of this maybe not but just think about today's generation like most times that those are the things that are happening Man, you put too much into this. <laughs> We're not, no, 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 no,
versus your parent. We ain't talking about no infidelity. That's just too much. You're going too far. Because some I'm, you turn in corners right now with that, with that mindset. Sometimes people will have spouses who are abusing them, who are doing all these things to them, and they'll neglect their family because of exactly what y'all are saying. They'll neglect their family, and they will literally gravitate to that because of that mindset. We're and not saying to neglect your family. We're not it's saying. We're, hold on. It's a strong word, brother. You it's a priority. Hold on. Priority. It's a priority. Right? We're talking about priorities. Strong Okay. What you got? We're not saying. Neglect. Wow. We're not. We. I'm not saying. Let me speak for me. I am not saying to neglect your mom or to neglect your dad or to neglect the things that they have done to you or neglect how they have raised you and been there for you. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But when you get married, when you are married and you get married, the conversation changes and your wife should be a priority. And we ain't talking about that 4951 foolishness you talking about. She is a priority, but she's not number one. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's yes, what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Perfect example, right? Oh, well, no, nah, I'm not going to use that example because you you empathize with the sick parent. But. Well, it, even let's get talking about the sick parent. Like, you cannot. Okay. So you said what you're saying, and correct me on this. You saying priorities don't change just because she's sick doesn't mean your priority change. That is not true. That's not real life conversation situation. You know what I'm saying? That's not true. I it doesn't that does not mean I'm gonna neglect my husband or whatever. But the situation changed where I might be the caregiver or the caretaker for that parent. You know what I'm saying? So I need my husband to sympathize with me. I need his support. You know what I'm saying? He's still my priority, but I still need his support so I can handle this over here. I'm, that's not to say I'm. A, he's still not my priority. It's just a situation change where I have to tend to this. It's a mandatory situation. I have to tend to. Why do you have to tend to it? Because it's my mom, it's my parent, and they are dependent on that part of me. Why can't someone else do it? But who says I got someone else? They got Who you? else can you call? If you're the only child, who you gonna call? Oh, oh I, I agree with you. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just helping you and understand not, my point. And let's not, and let's not, let's talk about if you got other siblings. Right. Let's talk about the other siblings in, in play. You have to understand, even with other siblings in play, every sibling is not available. They're not available. They might not be mentally stable, emotionally stable, all kind of foolishness to handle that type of stuff. It's like a special person, a special child to handle that. And trust me, I, your parent will put you in, your parent will let you know who they want to deal with them if they ever become in that situation because they know their children. Oh yeah, I agree. But that's not to say my priority changed with my husband because he still comes first. It's just a situation change where I have to come over here. That's all it's saying. Oh, your husband says, I need you here, babe. I hurt my leg at work. I need you here with me. And your mom is in her situation. Where are you going? I'm going to my mom. Okay. So I'm going there's to my clearly mom. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Okay. I'm going to my mom. But guess what? You what a woman? <laughs> let me tell you what I would do. Okay. I'm gonna go over there and make sure he's good. Now wait a minute, because okay. I've done it before. Okay. I'm gonna make sure he's good. Okay. And I'm gonna make sure he's taken care of. Be it if I need to take him to the hospital to get him some medicine, whatever, whatever, whatever. But babe, okay, I got you handled. I gotta go back over here and handle it. So you get a call from both of them at the same time and you're equal distance away from both of them. Where are you going? Husband first. Well, I don't know where I'm going. 
Oh, okay. I was majority of the time on microphone because I need you to go here because I got to go here. It ain't nobody to call. It's just you. Then you, it's somebody going to be out of love regardless. I, oh, I know. And I'm trying to get you to tell me who but that guess is. Guess what? My husband going to be sympathetic enough because he going to know my parent is dying. Or my okay. parent got sickly. Or whatever. So he's going to, he's, I know he's going to probably pull on me, but he should have enough damn sense to know that, man, she got a sick parent or that I got to handle that. He got to have enough sympathy. If he don't, then that's the issue. And that's my point. That's when I say my mom is my priority. Or my my parent, whatever that looks like. It's I'm thinking beyond just oh like yeah. I mean I get what you're saying. Yeah, circumstances can change, but at the end of the day, if it comes down to it, if you gotta pick mom or husband, based off what you said, you picking mom. So that that ties right into what I'm saying. I'm not saying because see, like I think we think when I say that it's a priority. We start thinking, oh, he's with his mama all the time. He try to do everything with his mama. Like, it don't mean that, but it means that if push come to shove, emergency hits on both sides of the table, where am I going? That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm gonna live with my wife. Me and my wife gonna live together. We're gonna have we're gonna do everything together, but push come to shove, I gotta make a decision. Am I going mom or am I going wife? And I can't sit here and honestly say I'm going wife. I'm going mom first, hands down. I'm going dad first. If I had to pick, if I had to pick one, that's where I'm going. So that's why I say what I say as far as mom or whatever comes before wife. They're both important, but if I got to pick one, that's, that's my order of operation. If you're looking to get into the podcasting game, right now is the best time to start. Buzzsprout gives you the tools, the resources to be successful in podcasting. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your podcast can be online and listed on all the major podcasting directories like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasting, and more within minutes after finishing your recording. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprouts to promote their podcasting journey. So if you're looking to get into the podcasting space and get into the podcasting journey and get your message out to the world, click the link below and start your journey today with Buzzsprout, the easiest and best way to start your podcasting journey. Buzzsprout, click the link below to start your journey today. Yeah, so that's the thing about being um, married and in a relationship is that every, uh, I think essentially that's the kind of what I was saying. Everybody has their own level of priority, right? So you have to determine what's your individual priority plus determine what's your relationship priority. So when you're determining relationship priorities, you're going to have to kind of sit down with your partner and talk about, okay, what's going to be priority for our relationship? Right? Because those, those are two different things. Exactly. But going to, to help your mom when your partner needs help would probably not be respecting your relationship priorities. Okay. But you, don't, you, you have to determine what your relationship priorities are first. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that doesn't fall in line with whatever predetermined relationship priorities you set, then that would essentially be a possibility, right? But you have to set those priorities versus going strictly based on your individual, your individual priority, right? Because I think that essentially that's kind of what you're doing, Emmanuel, is like you're going strictly based on your individual priorities and how you would prioritize it. Right. And sometimes that doesn't necessarily take into account your partner. Like, and how they feel about certain things. Which would go towards your relationship part. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, 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 I'm just saying. But that's not debatable for me. 
No, I mean, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't have to be debatable because you know the interesting thing about people in relationships and the, the, the way that relationships go is that each part component of the relationship is based on individual decisions, right? So that means that if you make a decision or if she makes a decision, your relationship is always going to be in the middle of every decision that you make, right? So that means that if your relationship gets better or it gets or it's going in the right direction, that's based on an individual decision. Like you or her, whoever, making that decision for that to go up that level. Now, if you make the wrong decision, right, it goes in the opposite direction. Right. Where it's like, okay, decision that you made, it affected the relationship. So based on the decision that you make or the decision that you want to make, you have to ultimately determine is that decision going to affect my relationship and positive way, right? It's gonna get it's gonna go up or is it is it gonna go down based on the decision? Right. Which is another component to I guess essentially what we're all saying. Right. Yeah. Um, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So your premise on what you would choose is nothing wrong with that because everybody has their own interpretation of what they would prioritize. Like, it's nothing, nothing wrong with that. It's really not. It's actually pretty interesting watching you and Aphrodite debate that. Pretty fun. Okay, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aphrodite was on my side the whole time. I mean, I was just helping her see it. <laughs> hey, I ain't on this side. No. Oh, man. I was helping you see it. Uh, uh, hey, I, saw it. Uh, I saw it. I saw it. It's all yeah. right. Hey, I, know, uh, I know. It sounds weird saying it out loud, but it's just the <laughs> <laughs> it sounds I'm weird. Worker, I am not on Emmanuel's side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Any like, uh, on what part? Because I already gave my answer at the beginning. My so, my spouse comes first. So same situation. As I describe with Aphrodite, what are you? What are your? What are your? Um, what is your your approach to that? Which your situation? Husband, you, you your are, husband. Uh huh. Um. Let's keep. You're, so you're saying so an example could be they both at work, but your you know your parent is over here sickly dying whatever. Where, where you going? That's yeah. basically what he said. You, you put that in. You put that last part in there, but go ahead. I did. I did. You, you put that in there on purpose. Right? I want to be Esther. Okay. Look at Aphrodite. I didn't say dying, but he did say sickly. Right. Just in general, um, I made a commitment and a vow to my spouse. And that person is going to come first. So in whatever situation, if I have two different people that are important to me, nonetheless, that both are calling on me at the same time, I'm going to check in and check on my husband first, my spouse first, get see where he is, see what his situation is, respond accordingly. And while he's being taken care of or while I'm in route or whatever, I'm taking care of my uh, parent simultaneously, even if that means getting on the phone, calling the neighbor, calling for help, calling 911. There's always somebody to call, even if it's just 911, because if their situation is that bad, then I can't do nothing about it if, if it's just me over there. So I need someone else who at least to meet me over there. So I'm going to go ahead and get that phone call going while making sure that my uh, my A1, my spouse is taken care of because I made a vow and I committed my life to my spouse. Um, if it's a situation where, you know, it's, it's my spouse doesn't need me in the sense of an emergency type of situation, but my parent may have an emergency situation going on, the type <clears throat> of man that I'm going to marry, he will say, I'm going to probably beat you there. Meet, mm-hmm. Let's both go to your parents' house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to meet you there. I'm going to beat you there. And we're going to take care of it together. Right. Um, so at the end of the day, my spouse still comes first because I'm making sure that I debt and do my due diligence and marry 
and, and choose properly. So therefore, if a situation like that comes up, I'm not going to be in a tug of war. Right. What, Josh? Why are you? Oh, Lord. Sounded good. It <laughs> okay. <I> was... <laughs> no, it sounded good. That was, that was flawless right there. It was good. Okay. It was good. Everybody already know my opinion. Hey, like, no, like, we ain't hear it. We yeah, hear we, it. we did. It's not the same as a man, a man over here. Like, <laughs> you can get some people run up out of here. Like, you just, like, <laughs> Hey, blood water. Hey. Not always. Hey. Wow. Hey. That's not always true. Nope. It should be. Hey. It's look, not always but true. It's not. It's, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, um, it's just, it's nothing wrong with that, uh, that premise that Emmanuel has. It's, not, it's nothing wrong with that at all. It's just everybody has their, their own perspective on how um, marriage should, what, what that looks like. Like, what that, Want, what you want your marriage to look like to you and the choices that you make while being inside of your marriage, right? Um, but, I mean, like I said, uh, the consequences, because people don't look at those consequences, the consequences of decisions is a very powerful thing in, in relationships and also marriage. Like, you have to always weigh that because your mom your dad, your family, traditionally, typically, they're going to love you unconditionally. Traditionally, right? But sometimes from a relationship standpoint, if you make certain decisions, it can cause division or it can cause resentment, anger, whatever that case may be. And those wounds are a little bit harder to smooth over. Like they're a little bit harder to do that. And um, a lot of times, I guess, people don't weigh those decisions like that. So I'm glad that we had opportunity to talk about the differences of perspective, because I think that it was it was unique. I think that it needed to be said, like it did, even as out there as Emmanuel thing <laughs> was, um, it needed to be said. Uh, <laughs> it did, it did, because there are people out there that do that may feel that way too. Like they may feel mm -hmm. like that 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 method works for them. And if again, it's respective. Nothing wrong with that. So Aphrodite, why are you lip what are you doing there for? Like what, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, you, you look like you're about to swing on the manual, man. Like you look like you just about to like this. I'm like, you look like you no. about to smoke on you, man. I'm like, I'm like, get out of here. I'm thinking about something that's on her face. What are you thinking about over there, Aphrodite? I'm like, I'm agreeing with, I'm, I'm agreeing with Josh. Were you? I thought you were like, <laughs> I thought you were about to swing or something like this. Like, no, I mean Emmanuel perspective is perspective, and that's how he sees, and that's that's him. I have to agree, and I don't. Okay, I mean, all right, we we all good. We good. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Well, I have a question. Go ahead. Oh, are you closing? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Aphrodite, do you oh, Lord. agree with the concept that ah, I kind of want Emmanuel to ask it because it's your original question, Emmanuel. The one about a person, how he treats his mom is how is indi in what? Uh, An indicator. To yeah, indicator of how he could treat you. Emmanuel, ask that question, how you said it. That's pretty much what I was saying. I was saying, you know, do you believe that the way a man treats his mom is a reflection of how he would treat his woman. Right. Do you, what are your thoughts on that, uh, Aphrodite? Have you ever um, heard that saying? Uh, have you ever heard that saying? I have. And to be honest, they be tr very transparent. I've seen, I, I believe it. Um, not in all cases. But yeah, I, 
I believe in looking at the relationship that he has with his mom. You know what I'm saying? They history. Because it plays a role. And a lot of times it plays a role in their relationship with you. And not unless he don't he don't really dealt with his issues. You know what I'm saying? If he have dealt with his issues, then it's different. But a lot of times I've seen where they don't want to deal with their mommy issues that they have had, if 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 any, and or is underlying the things that they d- didn't want to address. Uh, sometimes my mom might sweep it up under the rug or whatever, and how she loved him or didn't love him. Um, I'm gonna speak from. I can speak from my perspective. Like being a young parent, I didn't understand how I put my oldest son in a, a role of being like this man of the house conversation, right? I didn't understand that, right? So it wasn't until I matured and it caught my eye and my attention and something he said that brought it to my attention. So I had to go and correct that. So he wouldn't per se put that off on his his fiance or his girlfriend or when he get ready to get in that relationship. So yes, I believe it to be true. Got it. I wanna answer that question. No, I don't think that's always true. No. I didn't say it's always true, but I do believe it to be true in certain situations. Okay, I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I realize like, I mean, from my perspective, like, how do you learn how to how to interact with a woman? Where did that come from? As a as a man? Where did that stem from? TV. Yeah, you can develop your own ideology. You can. But more times than not, it's going to come from the development and the interaction that you had with the woman who was probably around you more times than not being your mom. And yeah, I don't believe in, you know, this one size fits all thing, but I believe it has an influence on any man. Now, the degree of the influence can vary because there are other influences on the way that he's going to treat women in his life. That's not the only influence, but I do believe that there's an influence there. Yeah. But shouldn't the, wouldn't the dad have influence too, though? You can't leave the dad out. Well, that's only if the dad is in the picture. Now, if he's not in the picture, then, I mean, if he is in the picture, then of course he's going to have a lot of influence. Right. So to me, if, you know, assuming both parents are involved, uh, a boy, a male, learns how to handle or treat women from his dad. Not necessarily. If both parents are involved. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. No, no, not necessarily. Because the dad, I'm gonna give you a prime example. The dad could, I'm not, he probably treating the wife to the best of, you know, his ability, not being disrespectful, not cursing or whatever. But the mom, may not be giving that child that time, that attention, that affection, that love. So then that child is feeling neglected by the mom, which then will attend to have that child to develop some type of issue with females. Yes, so from from how you described it, from a parent-child standpoint, yeah, I get that, but what I was describing was a parent teaching a child intentionally hey this is how you know when you go up to women this is how you approach a girl you know like you boys tend to learn that from their fathers assuming the fathers are around to me but as far as how you know if a parent wasn't nurturing or or involved in the kid's life indirectly he's going to pick up some things i get what you're saying but from an actual intentional teaching standpoint, I'm for me, a boy's going to pick it up, learn those things from his dad. But you know, children learn more from what you're doing than what you're telling them, right? So dad can say this, but if dad is beating mom or, you know, 
acting aggressively and all of that, like what dad's saying may go to death, may fall on deaf ears. Right. Well, that's a completely different example. Yes, you're right in that case. Like you're you're changing. <laughs> you're 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 comparing apples to oranges. When I was describing a, t- a type of situation, you're bringing in something completely different. Which, I mean, yeah, your point is true too. But it, it's not that, answering. I'm saying that to say that a dad more than likely is not going out with his son, teach him how to talk to women. That's not happening. <laughs> it's just not there it might be some at home conversations yeah when you talk to girls you do this you do this but that son is actually getting a first hand experience from the the treatment that he's receiving from his mom or that he's seeing seeing that his, his dad, dad how his dad is treating his mom right and in right. in turn if it's kind of hard to explain it because you're changing um, no, it, it, it's not that hard. I mean, not to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, go hard. ahead. It's not that hard to explain because, for for an example, for my own example, I grew up with both of my parents. So, um, the way that I saw my dad treat my mom and my mom treat my dad was not my personal example of how I ended up treating women. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't my personal. Oh, this is my picture of how I'm going to treat. You know, like my my personal example of how I was gonna treat women was, I guess I learned that indirectly. You know, like not really directly from my parents whatsoever, more than uh, my environment, basically. Like what I what I seen, like some things that I picked up personally. Like you have to remember, like. Growing up, nobody teaches that class. You know what I'm saying? I, not even your parents. Nobody teaches you how, not like, not 100%. Like, there may be some that do, you know, show their kids, whatever, whatever. But there are far more that don't show their kids anything, right? Especially even if they do have two parents, you still may not get taught anything like that. So a lot of these things you picked up based on the environment that you're around. Like, whether that's grandparents, cousins, uncles, you know, whoever, whoever, like, whoever you're the closest with, and that doesn't even have to be, like, mom, dad, or whatever, it's, it's based on environment. Like, to me, that's my own personal experience, it's based on environment. Um, Agree. Yeah. Because you can be really close with, like, your older cousins, and you learn yeah. more from them than you do your own mom or dad. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm mean, I can- attest to that like that's kind of where I learned about uh, women's body parts from my cousin yeah, why are you looking like that while you saying he like, it he was, old, he was older than me like, he was telling me hey this and that and I'm like really <laughs> like yeah it's just I'm telling you that's how kids but that's how kids are learn though like you don't really learn directly from your parent per se you learn other sources or whatever and I know yeah. that was kind of random, but we've been kind of all over the place anyway when it comes to this topic. Oh, so. <laughs> oh that was that was right on. That was right on. <laughs> that was um, right on. So, um, with that being said, I think this is a good way to end this episode. <laughs> so, another episode of Added Perspective with Josh. I'm Josh. I'm Coach Energy. Spouse comes first. <laughs> Aphrodite. And I'm Emmanuel. I love your parents. Honor your parents. Take care of your parents.